This is the Westlake Nation Podcast. Powered by the Westlake Shack Club. At the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! And he is into the end zone. Oh man, what a catch here! Touchdown, Westlake! And brought to you by Independence Title. Appliances Now. St. David's South Austin Medical Center. Hat Creek Burger Company. Overt Auto Group. Our Way Appliances. Restore Hyper Wellness. And now, here's the latest episode of Three and Out with Tony Salazar. Well, Coach, week three, and I know this is a journey because you, you talk about taking care of business on the road for game one and that, that moment where you say, okay, it's the season. You know, all of the preparation that led you up to the start of the 2023 season. What's interesting to think about sometimes, Coach, is how the football season is kind of the end of the year, not so much the beginning of the year, because this whole thing started back in January. When fall starts and when the games start, everybody thinks, oh, this is the beginning of it. For you guys, it's it's the end of the year. I think it's uh, well put, Joe. I think we, we start to form our new team in January of every single year. Those seniors from the year before, they, they vacate and they go on to play other sports. They go on just to kind of finish out. Some graduate early. Uh, you know, the guys that, uh, you know, had the opportunity to continue on to play, you know, college football the next level. All those guys started to graduate early now. Uh, yeah, our new team starts in January every single year, and we build those guys up. Obviously, you know their, their physical stature, their athletic ability is you know for the first couple months of, of the spring, and then uh, we turn our attention pre-spring. We start installing our offense and our defense, and, and obviously we get into spring practice in the month of May, and that's a good uh, you know precursor to fall camp. It's four weeks, uh, four practices a week, and then obviously culminates with the spring game. Uh, we we learn a lot about our football team at that point in time, uh, and then the summer takes over, and yeah, we're into summer strength conditioning and playing seven on seven the month of June, and then we kind of get all the we say all all the chickens back in the coop after july 4th week every single year and we try to kind of wind down the, the summer baseball the summer lacrosse the summer track or anything else they've been doing the traveling so that we can focus on building our camaraderie for those last three weeks as we lead up to game season when when you look at the judson game and you look at the ridgepoint game and kind of look at those films side to side what did you learn about your team because from our vantage point you had a lot of guys who were a little concerned about playing their first varsity game there was some trepidation there but also you had guys who really grew up in a hurry and you know the minute things that they were doing well uh from week one to week two what did you learn our message going in was to execute better there's no doubt uh, eliminate some penalties and obviously finish finish drives when we had the ball in offense uh you know finish the first half start the second half of coming out in third quarter either we have the ball first we're going to try to go score and take the momentum or if they get the ball first we're going to try to get the ball back at three and out on defense get the ball back to the offense so i thought overall in finishing the game we outscored our opponent uh, it was 17 nothing halftime and obviously finished the game 47 nothing it's a 30 nothing margin there in the second half so when it comes to checking the boxes of finishing um then i thought we did that and we talked about it all week we talked about finishing a, a good football team and if we played four quarters we could get a score like that so you know we've had a chance to to kind of go back and say hey, yeah that was a positive obviously from this week is that we finished the second half and and we did that with some twos and some threes and some guys that are third or fourth on the depth chart even that you know in the fourth quarter helped preserve a shutout which nowadays is tough to do i think everybody in the stadium saw it coach the opportunity to get guys in who we have been hearing about at the sub varsity level you know some guys that have some talent obviously we knew what what Brody Wilhelm was able to do. We kind of got glimpses of what Heath McCree can do, flashes of what Cal Livingood could wind up doing for your ball club in week one. But I think everybody noticed number nine coming in and and operating with some early troubles. But the first one that he got in his belly, he threw for a touchdown. And I think Reese Wise, in that situation, you had enough confidence in him to throw him in there, give Paxton the rest of the night to kind of recuperate and see what you have in Reese Wise and your backup quarterback. Right. I think no doubt Reese came in and did some, some good things. 
things, and obviously he has some some youthful mistakes as well. This was his first time to get in a ball game, and so throughout our program in the ten years we've been here, you know, I don't know if we've ever went finished the season with just one quarterback. We've gone gone through multiple quarterbacks. It's ingrained in us. That's why we we have multiple quarterbacks at sub varsity level, middle school sub varsity levels, and obviously at the varsity level. It's built in a plan to get him to play, just like uh, some of our backups we mentioned on defense. Maybe in that first game when things are really really tight, and yeah, and it's, it is the first game. We're more prone as coaches to to keep those guys in that we trust, and obviously we had enough trust in those guys to call them the starters at this point going into week one that they're going to get the majority of those opportunities to help win the game we did mix in some young players last week um, with the anticipation that yeah we're going to need a football team to play hopefully for as long as we want to play injuries happen we know that sickness happens we know that we got to be ready and we got to have we can't have all, all of our eggs in one basket we got to have another quarterback ready we got to have another middle linebacker ready you know every position there has to be a guy ready to step up and play at the same level as the guy that's in front of them special teams obviously with another outstanding performance and i know we harped on it a lot last week and we also visited with Stephen Fuqua, one of the guys that really takes a lot of opportunities on special teams. And what I loved in our conversation last week with Stephen was he said he looks at himself as a starter. And I think when you have guys that are, that are those underlying guys that view themselves as starters, what we see is an opportunity to immediately get goals from the moment the ball was kicked off. And I think when you try to describe it to 16, 17, 18-year-old kids, it can get difficult at times to kind of break it down and say, okay, this is what playing good kickoff returns looks like. You put yourself in a position to make a play, and Judson Crockett did, and it changed the, it changed the entire tempo of the game. I mean, they got the ball, at, you know, like you said, after one kickoff, we ended up with the ball after that play. And obviously, they kind of wasted their opportunity to go out and take momentum by driving down the field as their offense and trying to score some points early in the game. More importantly, we finished it off. We finished the drive off and got points. Had we gone three and out or missed a field goal or turned the ball over ourselves, you know, we could have given them the momentum right back in the game. We made it hurt. And that's one of our things on office we talk about is scoring after turnovers. You know, it's one of our big goals every single week. We recognize that's an opportunity for us to gain momentum for our football team and to, to sway the tide our way a little bit. And so when those opportunities arise, whether it be through the defense causing a turnover or whether it be through our special teams creating a short field, we got to make the most of it. One of the categories that we have not talked about, what Coach Dodge used to talk about, if we don't talk about the referees, that's good. If we don't talk about special teams, Teams, that's good. We talk about special teams, just good things happened, obviously. Right. But what we haven't talked about, without trying to jinx it, Coach, through a scrimmage and two games, Westlake has yet to turn the football over. And I think that is a, a missing element that not a lot of people are talking about. Because if you throw a couple turnovers in there in the Ridgepoint game, things might be different. So I think that's a big, big part of, of how you've been able to play winning football over the last two weeks. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that's a, obviously we preach to our boys about no turnovers every single week. And same between no turnovers and eliminating big plays on defense, you know, I feel like. Um, we play solid defense, we play solid special teams, we play solid offense. Uh, there's going to be some defense, it's going to be hard to move the ball on, and we've had a couple of those through this first two weeks. They're very talented up and on the defensive side of the ball. Every team's going to give us their best, and, and every single week, it is just that. They're not going to hold back offensive plays, defensive plays, defensive blitzes, defensive stunts, and they're going to come guns a blaze and try to beat Westlake. And our kids have got to understand that that's what we're going to get from every one of our opponents. Uh, I think going into every game and understanding that to begin with is uh, really half the battle of our kids understanding we're going to get uh, everybody's best every single week. And, and as long as we play our best, then we're going to be really, really hard to beat. I think also the way that you have manufactured the idea of return on investment. A lot of these kids have, have the opportunity to do something that not a lot of other kids in the state 
get to do. One of the things we brought up with uh, Zach Martinez in week one of our shop of the week, I asked him if he had a part-time job and he said, yeah, I mow lawns. And I said, tell me what that feeling is like after you're done mowing your yards and somebody hands you that, that stack of cash for doing a job. You know, when I was growing up, you say, Hey, you know, some kids got paid for grades. Some kids didn't, you know, there was a different parenting model there. The parenting model with the coaching staff here at Westlake is make it as real as possible. We talked about that last week where you make this place more like a college than a high school. And, you know, in the marketplace, we often hear that Westlake is more like a college or a professional team. It just happens to be high school kids. The, the payday atmosphere that you have on Fridays, the, the ability to have that return on investment for all the work. I think that really is instilled in how they play on Friday. It is now let's let loose because today is the fun day. You had to work all of these days mm-hmm. to get to the fun day. And I often think that that is something in this day and age we don't often associate with it is that, hey, today you get paid and, and this is how you should feel. And I think that's a unique aspect to talk about, especially leading up to a game with Aikens, where a lot of it is focused on yourselves. The culture they understand is they get to earn things. Nothing's handed to you, and obviously being here at this place, nobody's going to hand it to you. we got to go out and earn that paycheck, obviously Monday through Wednesday, with these physical practices we have on Thursday, and kind of work on the mental part of the football game, and then Friday's payday. How much we've worked during the week depends on how much success we have. And the level of success we have is directly correlated to how hard we worked. Those two go hand in hand. If I work harder Monday through Wednesday, we're going to get a bigger paycheck on Friday, and who doesn't want a bigger paycheck? I the same thing goes with these kids and they understand that they understand the buy-in we can treat it like a college because our kids they allow us to do that the relationships we've built with our players they allow us to be blunt up in front with them they allow us to be open and honest about their standings in our position group in our rooms and what their roles are in a team there's no secret if i'm an attack team guy this week that may change next week may change with your level of play your commitment may change you're making plays the guy in front of you's hurt you're now up to getting meaningful reps to be ready for the game and it may be obviously i'm a starter and then i'm going to try my best to, to uphold the standards of being a starter at Westlake High School. And laying out there for these kids, they, they're smart enough to understand their role within our organization and how all roles have to be done individually so that as a whole football team together, uh, we can achieve the goals that we've all set forth for ourselves in our football program. 61 seniors, you will honor them on Friday night as the largest senior class at Westlake ever when it comes to the football program. And that's saying a lot, considering how successful this program has been, not just on your watch, on the previous watch, but in general, you have a lot of history here of Westlake football, and it seems in this day and age where so many kids are doing so many different things. There's so many sports that can be played now. It is not just football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, rugby, soccer, all of these other sports that are getting so much more attention these days. But at Westlake, football is still a sport that I think a lot of people gravitate to the guys that came before this group understood exactly what was on the line last year. Now these seniors understand exactly what's on the line this year. I think so. And obviously, yeah, being, like you said, the largest senior class ever at Westlake, I think that's, you know, many factors, but but I like to believe that in-house and I, and I truly believe with my heart that these kids want to be here. They want to be a part of the team because of the, the culture we have within our walls, not because of the jersey they get to wear out there on Friday night. They know if they don't earn their spot on this football team or earn their role, on this team or live up to their role, they won't be a part of the team. So it's not just because I'm a, I'm a senior, I get to be on the varsity football team. It is a, a, a privilege and not a right to be on the varsity football team at Westlake High School. So all these kids that are on there, they've all earned it. And that's the thing that makes you feel good about it every single day, especially on nights like this Friday, we get to celebrate senior night. It's it's a big pat on the back. It's a big hug for the parents too as well. Let them know they've, they've raised amazing young men. We want to thank them and we want to recognize them for, for all the work and sacrifice they made to get their kids to practice at 530 in the morning, for all the sacrifice they've made to get 
get these kids, obviously, to, you know, off-season, seven-on-seven tournaments in the summer and to spend extra money and time feeding these boys, you know, to, <laughs> to, to beef them up and to keep them hydrated. And nowadays, I feel like it's uh, there's a whole lot more going into it from a parent support side. 20 years back, is drop them off, and there's water hose at practice, and that's it. Well, nowadays, you know, with this heat, there's managing take care of your body, eating the right things, putting the right things in your body so that you can perform at the highest level on Friday. And, and our parents have done that. Uh, they entrust us as coaches to to go out there and, and know we're going to have their kids' best interests at heart. And that's obviously tough for any parent to turn over that responsibility to, to another human being. And both avenues of this street, I think our players want to be here. They want to be part of this culture. They love the coaches. They love each other. And then I think our parents obviously understand that, and they see that wholeheartedly. And Friday's going to be a great night to celebrate both of those. Final thought, Coach, when you talk about the senior class, no more is it personified in your senior captains, all of them senior leaders, and some of them your best players. And I think when you have guys like Jack Kaiser and Judson Crockett, Paxton Land, Tyler Knapp, you, you start really understanding that it's not just those seniors who have been a part of the varsity for the last two to three seasons. Right. It's guys like Wyatt Williams who are getting their first opportunities as seniors playing. Guys that seemingly come out of nowhere in their senior season, whether they were on the varsity last year and didn't play or whether they were playing sub-varsity as juniors, I call them ready-made chaps. You know, they're they're ready to go. They have spent so much time in preparing themselves over the course of the year that it didn't really matter where they played in the week. It matters that they got those reps in, they practice as hard as they possibly can, they have the buy-in that you're talking about. But when guys like Wyan Williams makes plays, you, you can see it, not only from his reaction, but his teammates' reaction. Guys like Thompson Bennett, who had their first pick on Friday night against Judson. You can see it when their first career thing happens, their their aha moment, as I call it in Westlake football, where they officially become a part of the team in the record book. The reaction of your teammates is what I see. The reaction of their room, the reaction of their coaches. Everybody gets excited. I mean, because we all see the work that they put in. We've seen them do it in practice. You know, when nobody's watching, we say championships are made when there's nobody in the stands. At 5.30 in the morning, there's nobody in the stands. And our, our boys are practicing their tails off, trying to get better each and every single week. Wyatt is one of many, you know, seniors that are first-time starters for us this year that, you know, through two games, done some really, really good things. And we anticipate guys just like him, you know, that are first-year starters, and after eight games, hopefully be all-district players. And maybe one or two of those guys even be an all-Syntex player, an all-state player. I think these guys are totally capable of doing that. Uh, we count on those guys within our program. I think Luke Vale, I mentioned the other day in our, our three-and-out club, that he's another one of those guys we've looking, been looking for a corner. You know, opposite our 31-game star, Denim Collins, and Luke Vale's been about as solid as they come. You know, it's helped ease, you know, one of those things, areas, concern we had on our defense. We can go over to offense, we can talk about the same thing. Cal living good, doing the same thing on offense. Coach, as always, thanks so much for the time. and Enjoy senior night. Good luck. Thank you, Joe. You've been listening to the Westlake Nation Podcast. Stay tuned as we bring you new episodes each week. The Westlake Nation podcast is powered by the Westlake Shaft Club and part of the Westlake Nation Media Network. This is Westlake Nation.